welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I've spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now let's get into today's episode. I am beyond excited to take you through this last part of the five-part series we've we've been on. And my hope is that it grounds you in truth, that it settles your entrepreneurial anxieties and reminds you that as entrepreneurs, we all experience the same things. The challenges never get easier. We just get better. And the challenges just don't go away. They make us better at what we do. There is a resounding level of comfort knowing that you aren't alone on this journey. And with a solid understanding of a few key concepts, you can literally unlock any level of success that you desire. That is right. Again, you hold the key. So let's start with the last part, part five of the Entrepreneur Survival Guide. Part five is normalize the reset. And I'm super excited to dive into this one, mostly because it totally debunks the idea that the road to success as an entrepreneur is seamless and perfect. In all reality, the road is bumpy and full of moments that totally fire us up and moments that leave us curled up in a ball in the corner of our room as we try to figure it all out. Notice how I just said us, like you and me. Because if there's one thing I really want to make sure you understand is is this, rank, experience, income, title, position, achievements, never negate the need to reset or safe-proof us from a reset. It will happen to all of us. And if I can shed some light on why it happens and how to make the most of it, well, then there's nothing to fear or be ashamed about when it comes to the reset you will inevitably inevitably face. And I talk about shame because I remember early in and early on in my journey, if my business wasn't going the direction I wanted it to go, if uh, you know things were backsliding, if my production was lagging, if my team culture was just sucking, like whatever it was, what's really interesting is people like, how's your business? How's this? How's that? And you ever notice everything's great, people. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. We, you know, there's like this, this unspoken pressure that everything has to be perfect in order for you to be successful and that everything should be perfect if you're a good leader and if you run a good business. But the truth is that all things have natural ebbs and flows. All things go up and all things come down and all things go back up. And once we start to realize this, normalize this, have more conversations around this, then we we don't have the ability to attach shame to it. We don't have the ability to attach embarrassment to it. What we get to do is we get to attach, you know, the normality of it. And through that, you know, oftentimes, the reason why people 
get stuck around like the water cooler at work for lack of a better idea of how to talk about it or get stuck talking around one negative topic is because we are able to kind of come together when we're going through challenges. When there's something that's hard or we're facing adversity, we can talk about that. Like for moms, for example, like once one of us mentions that our kids are being you know, stinkers, we can all chime in about how we're all going through it, how all of our teenagers' attitudes are just a lot, and how navigating this aspect of parenthood is a struggle, and how we feel like failures as a mom. As a mom. And then we can kind of like bond over this and talk about this and, you know, c- come up with ideas or suggestions or solutions, or maybe there's a more experienced mom in the group who's already been through this who can shed some light on the fact that it's just a season and hang in there and, you know, how to come alongside your teenager and not, you know, do whatever it is that you're doing that's probably creating some of the the confrontation and whatnot. You see, we have a, a tendency to talk about those things. And in that example, as a mom, like, you know, we find common ground in that and we're able to talk through and work through it. But for whatever reason, in in business ownership and entrepreneurship and leadership, if we don't dare talk about the things that are hard or the things that we're struggling with or the things that, you know, aren't going perfectly because we are so concerned with the assumptions that people are going to make or the perceptions people are going to have if it's not perfect. And so, you know, I remember going through that. I remember feeling like that. I remember holding back and pretending like things were perfect in an effort to preserve, I guess, like my credibility and reputation. When I look back at that now, as I've matured in my leadership journey and as I've continued on this, you know, this this massive growth I've done over the last 10 years, I want to like shake entrepreneurs and leaders by the shoulders to say, it's okay. If your business isn't where you thought it was going to be, it's okay. If your business has backslid, it is okay. If you're feeling like you're failing as a leader or as an entrepreneur, because it's totally normal. That's the whole point of this entrepreneur survival guide is to normalize the things that we try to act like are not normal in this industry. And if we could just normalize it, if we can normalize conversation around it, then we can also normalize the ability to overcome it in a very productive, very productive way. So, you know, we're inevitably going to face times when we have to reset. And let me just say again, let me just start by saying that a reset isn't a negative thing. It is very much a necessary thing. There are going to be several times on your journey when you have to initiate a reset of some sort. And the gift of a good reset is clarity, renewed energy, and most often a stronger foothold on your purpose. You see, a reset is always needed. It's always needed when something isn't working right. When your Wi-Fi at home is lagging, you reset the router. When your computer isn't working properly, you restart it. And if anything around the house is totally wigging out, you turn it off, unplug the power cord, wait a few minutes, and give it a hard reset. Usually after a reset, whatever you are trying to fix gets better and simply works better, as most things after a reset do, including you. So you might be asking, how will I know I need a reset? Oh, trust me, (laughs) you will know. But here are the telltale signs. You have zero energy to do the things you should have the energy to do. 
And I'm not just talking about physical energy. I'm also talking about mental and emotional energy. If you find yourself not wanting to jump on that call to mentor that teammate, not wanting to get on the Zoom to learn about the new strategy, not wanting to follow up with that prospect, you are in dire need of a reset. You see, when you're fired up about what you do, you generate the energy for it. When you're in alignment with your calling and your purpose, and you can't wait to tackle the to-dos, to get to the ta-das, and when you really are passionate about why you are fueled up and on fire for making big moves. But when all of those things are lacking, it's time for a reset. Sometimes you're going to have to reset your energy so that you can and are able to pursue your passions, your dream, your purpose. The best way to reset your energy, quite honestly, is to take a break. The point is to rest when you are tired, not quit. And sometimes we need a moment. And I want to normalize that. Like you guys know, sometimes as moms, you need a moment. So you sit in the driveway in front of your house for eight and a half minutes before going inside. Sometimes you go sit in your closet and close the door and just take, you know, a moment. And believe me, if my pantry was big enough, I would totally, (laughs) maybe that's like house goals, like totally go to the pantry, shut the door, reach up to the top shelf, grab the Oreos and just like have my, have my moment. Some, some people like to take a bath to reset. I just need a good Oreo to just kind of like bring it back together. Um, that would not, it's not a healthy reset PS, but it works. So we got to normalize that. Sometimes you're going to need to rest and that doesn't mean you suck or that you're not serious about what you're doing. It just means that you're going to you're taking time to do what's best for you so you can be best at what you do. Another way to reset your energy is to unplug. This is so important. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um is to unplug from the things that drain your energy. This is often overconsumption of social media or people Sometimes it's people with lower energy, energy, lower thoughts, lower level actions. So take inventory of the things that drain you and slowly distance or distance yourself or remove them altogether. Energy is one of your most precious personal commodities. You not only have to generate it, but you also have to guard it. Another telltale sign of a needed reset is stinking thinking. Um, I use this one all the time, actually, with the kids when they get in the car after school and they're immediately just like talking about the terrible things that happened or, you know, they're on the field um, and or we just finished a game and they come in and they're just bad mouthing their performance or their team or whatever it might be, you know, stinking thinking is a sure sign of a needed reset. So if you suddenly find yourself struggling with your thoughts You will also find that you're going to be struggling with your actions if you fail to address it. If you're overcome with negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, or a sense of scarcity, it is time for a mindset reset. This is probably the area that most people need to reset often. You're probably asking why. Because we are presented with tons of opportunities for our mindsets to get derailed 
on a daily basis. The kids are sick and now your entire day is wrecked. Another friend totally dissed what it is that you do and it crushed your spirit. An unexpected thing occurred and totally threw you off your game. All of these circumstances and many more are going to happen and come along and mess with your mindset, leaving you feeling like you can't, you shouldn't, and you never will have the success that you desire. You see, a broken mindset is breeding grounds for doubt and fear, which is why we have to not only work to protect our mindset, but actively work to reset it as often as possible. So here are a few ways you can actually reset your mindset. Number one, remind yourself of why you are doing what you do and the impact you are looking to make. Sometimes when our mindset isn't where it needs to be, we have to remind ourselves of why we're doing the work. Why is it that I'm building this business? Why is it that I'm, you know, doing this thing? What impact does it make? What is the big fat goal that I'm looking to reach? You know, how do I want to impact my family? What is this going to mean for us? And you got to remind yourself sometimes that will reset your mindset because what it does when you maximize the significance behind your why, you are able to minimize those little things that those little trivial things that like trip you up and try to get in there and interfere with your ability to move forward. Number two, decide what you want your mindset to be. So many people forget that you have the power to do this. You are in charge of your mindset. Just like you're in charge of what you're going to wear today, you are in charge of your mindset. It is just like putting on a your favorite pair of leggings. You need to decide what your favorite mindset is, what your most productive, most successful, most um, energy, life-giving, dream-giving mindset is. Choose it and put it on just like you did your favorite pair of leggings. Like we put on our favorite pair of leggings because they're comfortable and we like them and we feel good in them. Your mindset works the same way. If you put on a pair of, of, of listen, okay, this happened to me. <laughs> this actually happened to me today. I got dressed. I put on a pair of jeans that I haven't probably worn since last year and they fit, but they're just like not comfortable because I'm used to wearing jeans like five to six days at a time. Day six is probably like my favorite pair. Like like some people don't wash their hair for six days and they get like, they love the way their hair looks at six days. I love the way my jeans feel after six days. They're super broken in, super forgiving, super soft. Um, They have questionable debris on them that like my fidgetiness can kind of get to town with like scratching at. (laughs) If you're a mom, you just know. Okay. But like, I just feel better and I can do better when I'm comfortable. So I had to like, I had these jeans on and I just felt restricted and I just felt like I couldn't be productive. And so I went and I changed into like my favorite pair of leggings and I have the energy to tackle this task. I had the the uh, energy needed to go and do this thing. And I just felt my whole mindset, my whole energy, my whole mood, my whole everything shift because of one pair of pants. You see, that's the power of a mindset. It can shift everything for you, your perspective, how you, your outlook, how you see things, how you approach things, how you go about things, which is why your mindset is so important. So decide what you want your mindset to be. Be proactive in your mindset, not reactive to the things around you. If your mindset is always at the mercy of your circumstances, hear me when I say this, your circumstances are never going to change. Your mindset has the power to direct and redirect everything around you. And if you're not in charge of that, then you're just giving in to, you know, the the winds of 
of people, the energy of people, the circumstances around you. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be at the mercy of somebody else's problems. I don't want to be at the mercy of the the things I can't control. If I know I can control my mindset, if I am in control of that enough, I can control my destiny. Let's talk about what driver's seat I'm going to be in today. And it's that one. The third thing is to pay attention to what affects your mindset and change the way you respond to those things. Promise me you will never give more power to people or things happening in your life than they deserve, than it deserves. People and situations are either going to build you up and they're going to bring you down and the energy you give to those people and or situations is the energy you're going to get back. So pay attention to how you respond to those things. Change the way that you respond to those things so you can protect and guard your mindset with everything that you can. If you want to be successful in whatever you are doing or choosing to pursue, you need to make sure your mindset is where it needs to be, mostly because your mindset will determine how you feel and ultimately how you act and what you do. Your mindset will either hold you back or push you forward, which is why this reset is so critical. The biggest reset you're going to have to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is that of an overall reset. The best thing about a reset is that we can choose to push that button and move forward with better intentions, more consistent actions, with more dialed in discipline and and way more motivation. You never really ever start over. You just start better. That is the power of a reset. It gives you the opportunity to stop, assess where you are, Ask yourself what is working and what isn't and make the choices necessary to make better progress. You will need to reset your intentions from time to time and reset how you go about things. Resets are good. Resets are normal and resets are necessary. Sometimes it's as simple, a reset is as simple as a deep breath And other times it's way more complicated and requires us to make some pretty big changes. So if you aren't happy with your progress or if you feel that you need to somehow start over, well, then do it. You know, the biggest thing I the biggest thing I see is people waiting to reset on a Monday or reset at the beginning of a month or reset at the beginning of the year not when they notice that the reset is needed. And what you do when you do that is you, one, you feel this need for a reset, but you think the calendar date has like, is like magical or powerful. And that's what's gonna actually help you really reset this time. And that's not the truth. See, every time you delay a reset, every time you don't listen to yourself, every time you silence you know, you're stinking thinking every time you try to numb out or uh, even, you know, try to conjure up like false sense of energy by way of caffeine. (laughs) You are, you are telling yourself that you don't trust yourself. You're, you're not listening to your intuition. You're not listening to your body's needs. You're not listening to, you know, your inner fire kind of being like, Hey, yo, we're not burning so bright over here. And if you do that enough times, 
then you stop receiving the signals and then you end up becoming stagnant and complacent. And then you wake up five years, realize like later, realizing that those dreams and goals aren't happening, that you're not making progress. And what I know is, and, and if anybody else can figure this out, like, right, like I want to like, let's have a conversation. But from what I know, we can't go back. We cannot go back and change what we did and didn't do. We can only stop in the moment of where we are, decide what we want, and go for it from there. That's what I love about a reset, because it gives us an opportunity to kind of like start with a clean slate. It gives us an opportunity to start better. We get to take all the experience that we have, all the lessons that we've learned, all the challenges that we've overcome. And all of those things really have equipped us to start better. And so that reset is the perfect time to do that. To restart something is to start again, not quit, not give up, but to start again. And if you heard what I said, that means we get to start better. Some good guiding questions to ask yourself when you are in that reset mode, which is really important, right? When you're in that reset mode, like don't just like, okay, I'm going to reset. <sighs> okay. No, don't just, don't just like do that. Make sure you're asking yourself these questions so that you're actually starting better. I've seen too many people do like a false restart, like a false reset. They just like take a day off, veg out, and then pick back up, not making any changes or not being cognizant of the things they need to change. And then you know, seven days later, 30 days later, a year later, they are in the exact same place because they didn't, they didn't start better. They just repeated the same crap that got them in that place in the first, in, like in the first place. So here are some guiding questions that you can ask yourself when you're in that reset mode. Number one, what isn't working? Guys, what isn't working? If you give yourself a minute with that question, it's going to tell you. Like you're going to reveal answers to yourself. What's not working? Maybe, maybe the the time that you're spending, you know, creating reels or TikToks isn't working and turning into conversions. Like maybe you're not converting customers. You're you're spending all this time doing all these things, but it's not generating new customers. It's not generating new business partners. It's not generating new leads. It's not generating new relationships. Like what isn't working? List those things out and work to eliminate the things that aren't bringing in the results. What isn't working? Why would we continue to do the things that aren't working for us? And just because it works for someone else doesn't always mean it's going to work for us. We have to find our niche. We have to find our groove. We have to find the things that work for us. Like most people think I'm crazy because my brain is the most productive and I can get the most work done and I am the most creative between like 9 p.m. and 1130, right? And if everybody tried to do what I did at that time period, it's not going to work for them. Like we have to think about that. We have to think about what's not working, what's not serving us, and eliminating that. Number two, equally as important, what is working? And then spend more time doing those things. Number three, ask yourself, where do I want to be in the next 30 to 60 to 90 days? Like actually quantify where you want to be. And then ask yourself, what do I need to do to get there? What do I need to do to get to those 
milestones for myself and identify the top priority three things in that list and schedule those things into your day. We're always one reset away from the progress we are looking to make. Being a successful entrepreneur and leader is recognizing that in order to survive, we must reset from time to time so that we can not only start better, but actually get better. Together, can we please talk more about our resets, normalize them, and celebrate the numerous opportunities for growth that they present us with? After all, a good reset is not only normal, but necessary to grow as an entrepreneur and as a leader. You guys, thank you so much for joining me here on Brewing Success. Do me a huge favor. Let's continue to grow this podcast, grow the audience, share this episode or any of your favorite episodes on social media. Tag me, tag the Brewing Success page um, with, you know, tag your friends. Let's get the word out there. Let's normalize the reset, the sacrifice, 